Hi everyone. Sorry, I had the volume on. Yeah, hey, I apologize about that. No worries. How's your day today? Uh, it's been great. It's Saturday. Saturday is always great. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Well, I'm excited to be here today, you guys, for uh, this event uh, and to talk about what's going on, everything about NFTs, Metaverse, and Web3. I'm very excited about it. Hey, Andy, how are you? Oh, happy to be here. And hi, Martina. I haven't met you before, but it's very nice to meet you. Hi, guys. Nice to meet you, too. Nice to space meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, for sure. You guys must be all excited to meet in Dubai right away. That's going to be a, a wonderful time, I'm sure. Yes, we are already in Dubai for last like 10 days, and our event is in are we missing anyone still from coming up? I believe one more person. Or am I wrong? Yeah, uh, yeah. The program director Zoran uh, had to run to the venue and uh, he apologized a lot and instead of that, him I will be here to answer all the questions. Okay, so everyone should be here then, correct? Uh, I think we're still missing Dr. Ron from uh, ETHF. Uh, I think he will be joining us very soon. And uh, I, I saw our uh, Bybeat Mana uh, official account in the audience. Uh, Sam uh, is our country manager of our Middle East region. Uh, so maybe let's let make him a, a speaker. Basically, he will be like uh, take charge of like all the uh, business related, like everything that's happening in the Middle East region. Oh, okay, that's perfect then. It's important to have him up. Yeah. Oh, Sam, there's a little mic uh, on the down left, and you just. Uh, Click that button and then you can send your request to the host to become a speaker. If you're on your PC, it might be hard though. Just dependent. Impossible almost. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to be on your phone. That's one thing that uh, Mr. Musk should be working on, I think, is to make this computer compatible. We'll just wait for the other person, but in the meantime, if anyone, do you want to do your introductions or just wait for the other person first? Uh, I think we can start with the first person. Uh, 
start and wait for him. Okay, that sounds good. Well, Jenny, why don't you introduce yourself first? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Jenny from Bybit NFT Marketplace. Uh, Bybit NFT Marketplace is a one-stop solution for the NFT creators, creators, and projects. So, like, if you have a really good NFT project, uh, ping me anytime. So that's her. I'll pass the mic to the to our next guest. Why don't we go with Andy, if you want to introduce yourself. Hey, hi, I'm Andy. Uh, today, today I just want to keep myself as a book author and uh, a very uh, active uh, gover intergovernmental advisor. So, you know, I do work with uh, South Korea, I do work with Japan, I do work with Mongolia, uh, and on the side, you know, you know, I also give advice to various companies uh, run my own uh, fund, so happy to meet everyone. And Martina, yourself? My name is Martina Djelkovic. Uh, I am based in Belgrade, Serbia. Uh, now I'm on a position of head of marketing at Tomorrow Conference, uh, which is a three-day experience where attendees uh, are exposed to the most innovative crypto, NFT, and metaverse projects and they have a chance to network with their mastermind creators. We are uh, in four days, we're having a conference in Dubai uh, at Festival Arena, at Festival Dubai Festival City. Uh, the next stop is Belgrade in May, and the third stop in 2023 is Barcelona at the beginning of uh, October. Nice to meet you all. Barcelona would be beautiful, I'm sure, too, and a really great experience. I'm sure. I love Barca. Yeah. And then I guess we can kind of get started. I just want to talk to Andy. Can you tell everyone that's listening? You kind of mentioned that you're a book author. Could you tell us about your book and what it's about? Hey, sure, man. I... The book is about NFTs and basically about Web3. The title of the book is called NFTs from Zero to Hero. The main core idea of uh, launching the book uh, was to uh, was to clarify, you know, that you know NFTs are not really that complex. There are many solutions that are very much available uh, to everybody, and uh, since some of these uh, NFT or most of these NFTs are on chain. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, uh, analytic tools, or minting tools, or creation tools, they are all highly trackable. And and I also want to take that chance to also uh, share with uh, people who are not in the Web3 or NFT space that you know having having uh, NFT integrated into your business is not as complex and it's not as expensive yeah. paying big, big money to some consultants that are you know charging you an arm and a leg so that was that was the whole uh, uh, idea behind behind this book thanks Scott no problem at all and Jenny can you tell us a bit about Bybit I know Sam isn't I don't believe he's back yet but could you tell us a bit about Bybit and 
where you guys or what all you guys have there's a lot to buy bit and i'm super amazed with the web3 side of things right now too as well i i've been actually really enjoying it thank you so much scott and thank you for like all your spot uh support to buy bit nft and that's, that's great uh i i watched your video about uh how to uh, participate in the Bybit IPO. It's amazing, you know. Uh, you know many of our uh, audiences and our like uh, members in our community, you know, come to us and say, "Oh, that's a very easy to learn video." Thank you so much about that. And uh, Bybit recently, we just launched a new department. It's called Bybit Web Three. Uh, Bybit Web Three uh, contains three parts: a Bybit Wallet and uh, uh, NFT and also the, the the trading part, the DEX part, uh, the the swap and uh, uh, decentralized derivatives, which is uh, APEX. So, like, if you guys are like interested in the DEX experience, Web3 experience, please try out uh, Bybit Web3. And uh, we just launched uh, our IDO service, IDO product line. Uh, it's amazing. The first project. Uh, uh, the first project, a Web3 comp, it went up 17 times. So I was completely shocked. <laughs> you know? And uh, more than like 20,000 people applied for the, uh, for, for the IDO, but unfortunately only 200 of them get the uh, spot, uh, get the token. But even if you bought it on the secondary market, you still got like up 70% uh, up. 70 percent uh 17 times up so uh i strongly recommend you guys to check that out thank you scott no problem and you know i've been actually using Bybit the last little while i was telling andy about it i tried some uh trading with bitcoin the the longing and then i've been doing copy trading as of late i find it super easy to use for especially for someone that's not used to it it's very simplified and uh, it, it makes it super easy. Like it's no issues at all. It's basically point and click, and and yeah, it's fun. Martina, can you tell us why your this conference that you're doing right now? Why you guys have kind of picked Dubai at the moment? Well, Dubai is the crypto center of the world. That's why we choose Dubai. We want to be in the epicenter of everything. You know. And it's our first edition here. We are hoping for a very successful event. We are doing our, our best. We, we don't sleep to make it happen like we uh, imagine in our heads. So that's, that's really that. I'm looking forward. I'm so excited, exhausted, but very excited. And after the massive success last year in Belgrade with uh, 21K attendees online and on site, I think we can uh, make it pretty good here in Dubai. Oh, yeah, I've had a few friends that have went over to Dubai and explained how amazing it is and the events that they pull. I'm sure I would love to be at your event. I bet you it's going to be top-notch, one of the best. So it's very exciting. I'm going to start next. Be, a, be our guest, please. Oh, yeah. Ne next time. Next time I will definitely go. I wanted to go this time, but at the moment, 
Um, my family will be going down to Disney World, so I'm going to spend some time with my kids and enjoy a little bit of family time the next little while. It's the first time that my kids have been there, so it's going to be a bit of an adventure for them and for my family to have a bit of time together. So it's going to be a fun time. My wife has done a ton of planning. So, <laughs> But let's go ahead with the next question. Uh, for So recently there's been a lot of hacks and scams uh, in NFTs and just overall, in all honesty. What advice do you have for the audience uh, for... To protect themselves against these kind of scams or hacks and there's definitely new ones right at the moment the last little while they've been watching uh, this one about wallets uh, me making sure to copy your wallet address where again Bybit for instance you don't have to worry about that uh, effect on your account which is one of the things I like about Bybit you're never having to to worry if your address is 100% correct or anything but uh, why don't you start out, Jenny? Uh, yes, uh, I know a lot of like newbies get into this industry like uh, last year or in 2020 because of the huge bull market they are having. So uh, they are dreaming of uh, earning a lot of money. <laughs> they are planning that. But uh, uh, here's uh, here's something that I, I I'd like to you know uh, warn uh, our like newcomers. Uh, don't click on any link uh, in uh, whether it's on Telegram or on uh, Twitter. Even if it's official account, uh, don't click links on that. You only do that on that official platform. Like if you want to trade on Bybit, then uh, you use Bybit.com. Uh, don't use, uh, don't even use the link that on the official account. We all know that Azuki's official account was hacked a few days ago. So. Uh, even the official account you cannot trust them, so don't click any links. Uh, that is number one. And number two, uh, if you are new to this uh, industry, if you are uh, just uh, starting to, to, to trade, uh, I strongly suggest you to use a centralized exchange instead of those uh, DEX, uh, instead of like, using your decentralized wallet, because uh, many times, uh, you know, it's not the hacker, it's you yourself that lost your Asset. Like some people forgot their past, uh, forgot their private key. Some people just like uh, even I saw a new uh, a user like uh, published his private key on Twitter Twitter post. So uh, maybe using <laughs> a uh, centralized exchange is so much safer because you only need a ID and a password, and uh, as long as the the exchange don't get hacked, you are protected. So use big exchanges. Uh, like those uh, who already been in the business for years, like uh, Binance, OKX, Bybit, uh, those exchanges. And number three, um, I think is um, you, if you have a like a huge, uh, if if you are doing like a big amount, then you need to check the liquidity of the of the certain project, the coin or the NFT or the DeFi, the, the pool. Uh, because many times, uh, you know, those people from the traditional finance, uh, finance to get into the crypto, they they, they trade with a big amount. But when they try to exit, they find out that they can never exit. Uh, even when they just sell like 10% of their uh, position, the whole <laughs> the whole market just collapses. So the crypto uh, 
know, many tokens, their liquidity is not that is not that high as you imagine. Uh, like when you are selling, you know it. So that's the tip number three. Uh, I guess that's all. I'll pass the mic to our next guest. Andy, I know you'll have a lot to say about this. You have uh, a lot of knowledge when it comes to this information as well. Um, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Scott. Um, I, I think the, the, the first thing that we have to look at, you know, uh, pertaining to your question, you know, is, um, you know, about hacks and so forth. I, I, first of all, I, w I just want to mention that, uh, you know, whenever we talk about Web3, you know, we are always talking about a decentralized web, um, and and there's a lot of uh, theory behind, um, you know, uh, behind this uh, this new internet that's built on the blockchain technology. I just want to say this: you know, while while blockchain is considered to be more secure than centralized system, uh, as you can see, it is not un unhackable uh, as well. So, so where are some of these uh, uh, security issues or vulnerabilities? You know, so first one. That I want to mention would be uh, from the smart contracts. Uh, NFTs per se, you know, are created and stored on uh, blockchain platforms, and the code that governs their behavior, you know, is encoded into smart contracts. If there are vulnerabilities in the smart contract, it can be exploited by hackers to steal their NFTs, their data, and subsequently, you know, uh, uh, launching other attacks to to other assets uh, within within the, the whole ecosystem and within wallets that are being connected to it. So, so first of all, I think, I think the smart contracts are something that is, um, that is really important. You know, um, never, never even think about, you know, getting, getting, you know, uh, lousy developers to, to look at your smart contracts, you know, and, and always spend a good amount of time and money on, on audits to make sure that the smart contracts are, are good. Um, the other kind of scams, like uh, this uh, Jenny has mentioned, you know, there's a lot of phishing scams. Uh, such scams can be used to trick NFT owners into revealing, re revealing their private keys, which then can be used to steal the NFT. So this is another kind of uh, uh, issue, and this is not just uh, about NFTs, but you know, in the traditional market, there's a lot of, uh, uh, of such scams. Then the third thing would be about uh, uh, marketplaces and exchanges. You know, NFT marketplaces and, and exchanges can also be targets for hacking. And if a platform security is compromised, NFT stock on that platform could also be stolen. So this, this again, you know, is is not about uh, the narrative of uh, centralized or decentralized, right? So decentralization, there there are ways. And, and if the contracts are not done properly, it can be exploited. You know, centralized exchanges, you know, the bigger ones who are more responsible, you know, be it Binance, Coinbase, Bybit, you know, these are the bigger exchanges that I felt that, you know, if, if you put your NFTs, for example, into such uh, marketplaces, you know, you, 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 you get a bit more assurance, you know, just make sure that you do not click on unnecessary uh, links that leads you to a third-party website and everything is gone. You know, and last but not least, I think there are there are also instances of uh, malicious uh, NFTs. You know, in, in some of these cases, I remember hackers have created uh, malicious NFT that can spread uh, malware to the device of users who interact with them. 
So, so these these are some of the things that 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 we have to really take note of. It is very important for NFT and users to be aware of this risk, to take steps to protect their NFT and personal information. You know, a strong password uh, and and keeping your private key um, in 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 the right places would would be one of the most basic things that you need to do. Thank you. Okay, perfect. And then Martina, do you have anything to add as well? I will just add. Oh, Andy, your mic. Hey, oh, no, no, that's not me, but that's Sam, that's Sam. Hey, hey Sam. So 
That's awesome. Thank you so much, Sam. I, I apologize about losing you guys there. I got rugged on Twitter, of course, but I am back here again to, to ask you questions. I heard Andy asking the last question, so I appreciate you filling in for me, Andy. <laughs> I, no problem. I think we should hear from uh, Martina. Right. Exactly, yep. You, you said it all, but I just want to add one basic thing. Uh, from my perspective, before starting a Web3 journey, it's very important to educate yourself on the basics of crypto and blockchain technology, because that will uh, help you to understand the risks and make informed decisions before uh, your investment. Additionally, it would be great to consider working with a trusted financial advisor to help you guide you through the process. And uh, just learn, educate, and then you can go on. And to add something more, uh, we are working and living in a one big crypto space, but it's not so big. Uh, we, everyone know each other, so you can ask everyone. You can educate, you can, you know, re do your research. That's very important. I definitely agree with you. Jenny, what are your thoughts on people that are beginning in Web3? What do you think is important knowledge for them to know? I know Bybit would be one of the examples for sure. Uh, yeah, for people who just started their uh, Web3 journey, I recommend them to, to purchase their assets on a big platform, uh, like those uh, top five exchanges. Why? because those exchanges, they don't list everything. They don't list everybody. So uh, I, as, as far as I know, like all the big exchanges, they have uh, a, like a, a full set of, uh, you know, evaluation process. So they will uh, they will do the check, check up for you. So they will check like whether this token got uh, audited yet, or uh, like this NFT smart contract, is there any, uh, is there any missing link? Is uh, will they work? Like, uh, is there any like security issues about this, uh, about this uh, projects? Or uh, if there is a IP issue, so uh, to to make sure that you don't get a like copycat. So as a beginner, you can maybe um, start to do some small trades on those uh, like central ex uh, central platforms, and then like after a while, you kind of get the knowledge uh, how to how to choose a good project and then you can explore a little bit further uh, like to some decentralized uh, platforms uh, using your wallet and and, and it, during the process you, you educate yourself like how to protect your assets 
And then maybe you want to try those like uh, DeFi, uh, like more financial, like uh, more financial ways. Uh, that's I think like uh, three months or six months later. Uh, yeah, so that's my method. advice. Thank you. Andy, for new listeners, what would you suggest for them as well? Uh, new NFT and crypto users both. Like, what would be some basic things that people should know before getting into the space? I I I think uh, you know crypto crypto investment is a uh, very volatile and high risk uh, uh, investment. You know, to be honest, and 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 as you can see from uh, many. Uh, 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 news articles, you know, there are, uh, you know, there are a lot of uh, scams and fraud, you know, that are targeting uh, crypto, and we, we have been named, you know, we, we have we have very bad bad uh, bad names, you know, tied tied to crypto, you know, from Ponzi scheme to uh, fake ICOs and, and, and so forth. I, I think new users got to really understand what they are buying, you know, are they buying an NFT because of its value? Are they buying the token because they felt that there is an asset uh, backing it? You know, and then since there are assets backing it, you know, what kind of uh, regulations do they need to watch out? You know, especially uh, uh, retail investors who are based in the uh, US uh, or, or China, you know, that, that these are very uh, sensitive things that that, that, that could go wrong you know, even if you can you know make a big profit you know from from this uh, crypto investment you know you you might get into other problems when you try to withdraw it right so so the lack of regulation and, and to be honest the whole crypto market is largely unregulated which can make it difficult for investors to protect their asset um, so, so I do think that uh, you know everybody got to uh, uh, understand the, the the regulations, understand what you're buying, you know. And then one last thing that, that I, I had a conversation with uh, with an Indian expert at a media station just yesterday, you know. I think I think the the word taxes would also be uh, something that you really got to watch out for. You know, crypto gains are subjected to tax in, in some countries. And it is very important to understand the, the, the taxation implication of uh, crypto investment in, in, in your country. Because you, you could be earning uh, 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 a good good amount, but you've got to pay a, 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 a very, very big amount to, for tax. You know? so, so, so these are some of the things that you really got to take note of if you are new. And, and, and uh, you know, just, just try to stay safe listen to the right advice and uh, make your own decisions thanks definitely 100% and I mean being one of the co-founders to re-decentralize I gotta admit uh, DeFi is becoming a really huge market right now and I think we really need to see some form I know it kind of goes against the grain to think of regulation in DeFi but there definitely has to be something there it's something that we need for the future, uh, for the whole market in the end. So I totally get where Andy's coming from with his his uh, 
statement too as well. Uh, so the other gentleman, Bybit Mena, I'm going to start you off with this question. What should we pay attention to in 2023? What challenges and opportunities will there be? sense for sure and Martina yourself oh sorry we'll start out with uh, Jenny then <laughs> yeah I think the most important thing is that uh, the uh, that we are entering into another stage of uh, of crypto uh, like we know we all see the big bull market in the 2021 and we had this very painful like bear market in 2022 and now we started to see uh, a little bit slow down on the on the on the like the fed um, those kind of those and lily how to say that Andy? Uh, anyway uh, so uh the the external environment is getting better uh, from uh, from the U.S. side, so we will have more money on the market. So maybe in 2023 we will see uh, a little bear uh, rally. Uh, so I think I think it will be a very good opportunity for like all the traders. And uh, there are uh, and just now we mentioned about the Fed is slowing down the uh, their like uh, their they're like restarting their like uh, modern money policy so we have more money on the market uh, and also as uh, SEC uh, they are uh, like doing like more uh, movement on the regulation side so we can see they are like uh, doing a lot of investigations so uh, some of our uh, like uh, some of the companies in, uh, in our industry will be the target so we may see like a SEC like a, a invest, investigating on them or this year. It, it's possible, so we may want to prepare for that. So you don't put all your assets in in one basket. So and that's the second thing. Uh, the third thing is like uh, we are seeing uh, more and more financial like products uh, on the market, uh, especially the decentralized financial products. We see more DAX. Uh, we see like uh, we see uh, dApps that providing liquidity for NFTs, and we see some staking uh, platforms for NFTs. So like before NFTs, they don't have liquidity. Like if you are if you bought this NFT, then you can do nothing with it. But like later on, you can you can lend it, you can borrow it, and you can earn interest. 
and there's a lot of things like more ways to play with it. And number four, like uh, a very very important thing in this year is oh just happened this week, right? The the Ethereum Shanghai upgrade. So that is important. So we see a big uh, bouncing back on Ethereum. Uh, I think that is also something that we should be looking at the layer two EVM, all the uh, all these uh, opportunities on this sector. And we we will see more uh, high quality uh, game five projects uh, because uh, in 2020, although there's a game five summer, we see Stepen, we see a lot of like a whatever to earn, like move to earn, uh, walk to earn. We see a lot of those uh, projects come out, but uh, those projects they are not playable. You know, it's just a financial tool. Uh, people get on the application just to earn tokens. They are not enjoying the game. But uh, last year, we see a lot of uh, huge giants uh, from the traditional gaming industry get into GameFi. So I think maybe starting from this year, we will see more and more high-quality GameFi projects. So they will no longer be uh, like a play to earn. It will be play and earn. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, like I'm like keeping track on those like big players, so I know that, that some of them will releasing their beta, um, maybe Q3 or Q4 this year. So really looking forward to that. And um, also we can see in the traditional uh, finance uh, sectors, uh, we see that uh, many banks uh, they are deploying this DeFi uh, method. They are, uh, they are having their own DeFi uh, platform. So uh, not only the crypto native people using uh, DeFi as a tool, but the traditional finance also see the potential in this uh, crypto tool. So I think that is also something to, uh, to look at. Mm, yeah, uh, I think that's all. Uh, I will pass the mic to, to our next guest. Yes, Andy, go ahead if you'd like. Just um, so I'll, I, I'll, I'll answer this as a as a as a licensed fund manager in Singapore. You know, we, we look at uh, you know the macro environment, uh, the micro the micro factors that are going to affect uh, investments. You know, so so for two zero two three, I. I, I personally, I, I, would, I would say that there are several financial trends and challenges that uh, people should pay attention to. So the first one would be uh, interest rates. So interest rates are, are likely to remain low, uh, would have an impact on investments on uh, and, and, the, and the housing market, you know. And then, of course, if you if you look at uh, uh, this. Uh, overall housing uh, market and, and in terms of the interest rate uh, in Singapore for example you know it has uh, it has gone up a lot you know from from uh, I think two years ago it was about one one percent very well uh, managed and below global average to right now perhaps about four point seven percent so so that that huge uh, huge gap right now you know uh, many many of us uh, you know the traditional and the non-traditional guys. They are thinking, you know, perhaps a DeFi, you know, could could come in handy, you know, to uh, especially later part of the year, 
as as it become a, a certain hedge. You know, again, this uh, this high interest rate uh, uh, replay, uh, uh, repayment. You know, so these are some of the things that that my my friends, you know, and I talk about. You know, uh, last week about interest rate. You know, second thing will be uh, inflation. You know, with the with the global uh, ongoing uh, economic recovery and increasing demand for goods and services, there is a potential for inflation to rise, which could affect the purchasing power of people, right? But but again, you know, uh, how do I how do I decipher this? You know, uh, this this could also mean that uh, consumer or retail investors, you know, are looking at alternative alternative investments. Areas where they can strive, put in a small money, and, and, and get back again, get back a bigger you know uh, investment outcome. And I, I do see that uh, crypto uh, is also one of the top choices you know for for such a behavior you know or such an investment decision you know. So that's that's inflation. Uh, third third thing you know uh, that I see would would be a a good charm. Uh, for 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 many would be uh, you know digital currencies such as uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum you know they, they, they are all likely to continue to gain popularity uh, and of course this may pose uh, both risks and opportunities for investors. It is important to uh, understand the technology and make wise decisions uh, uh, before uh, before investing. Touching back to the point on. Uh, uh, Cryptocurrency as a as a hedge against inflation, I think you know. Uh, I, I just want to emphasize again that uh, that uh, you know cryptocurrencies, for example, although it's not controlled entirely by centralized authority, uh, they 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 are still risks. You know, and in times of high inflation, some investors may see cryptocurrency as a safe haven. For their wealth, and that can drive demand uh, uh, and increase uh, the value of cryptocurrency. So, so this this is a, a broad overview that that I, I see. You know, the 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 thing that I, I look at would be uh, ESG, environmental, social, and governance. So, so that ESG investing is not something new, and ESG investing has become uh, is becoming more popular as people become more conscious of impact their investment are uh, having on the environment and society. You know, I think this trend will continue to grow and and I see right now the traditional investors are putting their money into companies that align with such values. You know, so so on our end, how this reflects back to the crypto industry is that we may see uh, things like green bitcoins. You know, Bitcoin that is entirely mined and managed in, in green facilities and that could maybe give those Bitcoin uh, an additional premium to it. Alright, this, this is one. And then the other thing that I would love to also say that is is uh, cryptocurrency with uh, a renewable uh, with renewable energy or, or, or alternative energy would also be a, something that is popular in 2023 aligned with the global ESG investment climate. Uh, last but not least, I think 
uh, emerging markets, for example, Kenya, uh, they are, I think they are more likely to uh, present significant uh, significant investment opportunities. Uh, I think areas that we should watch out for in emerging countries will be technology uh, uh, and and uh, and. Martina, are you there now? I just wanted to ask you the same thing. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, from my perspective, but basically Andy and Jenny already mentioned that, and I will just sum it up for 2023 in crypto. Three words, adoption, integration, and regulation. And a key area to watch will be the adoption and integration of cryptocurrencies into mainstream finance, as well as the development of uh, decentralized finance platforms. So uh, regulation will also be an important factor to keep an eye on. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Martina. So I know as well... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just want to uh, add something like that. Because... Uh, I always, I always see the capital industry is not just about uh, finance and uh, about investment and to earn something. But uh, uh, I just want to ask Andy because uh, I was inspired by his thoughts. Like, how do you think we can use uh, the capital industry and solidity in, in general to, to enter other fields, like the medical field, like the education field? Gaming industry. I, I think I, I just want to just uh, quickly answer this. I think I think the the usage of blockchain uh, in the uh, technology. I think I think it's it's just uh, it's it's just crazy, you know. Again, I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who is in the education industry. He is very fascinated by uh, Chat GPT, right? So so I told him that there are actually uh, boundaries. In, in, in this uh, 
in this uh, uh, interaction, you know, using ChatGPT with his students and with his uh, with his uh, uh, replacing. His thought is he want to use the ChatGPT to replace uh, some of the work that's been done by the professor. You know, but what what I'm what I'm also trying to tell him that you know, to be very honest, that there are vulnerabilities and there are issues just using AI with your students, there are also problems when, when, when you try to interact more with AI and if, if, if it's not being, you know, if they didn't learn too much about this language and so forth, they might not give you the correct answer. You know, AI might not be also able to, uh, you know, collect uh, payment from your, from your students properly. You know, so, so what, what I, what I give, what the advice I gave him is that he should also look at uh, usage of uh, blockchain technology because blockchain technology will add uh, an additional layer to this, uh, this to this uh, whole automation process you know so right now you know people can say the oh, ai can do that you know uh, chat gpt can do that and so forth but if we can make use of the blockchain technology as an added layer of security to ensure that the, the variables that are put onto the ai is, is is well supported by the technology and well and well integrated yep. in the whole automation process. I do see that that would be a very big plus point uh, that we can see in the education industry, healthcare industry, and uh, and and also uh, countries like Germany where they push a lot about Industry 4.0, you know, full uh, factory automation and so forth. I do hope to see. The, the technology for blockchain being implemented in that kind of scenario uh, to the next level. You know, it's, again, it's not just about money, but it is an added layer of uh, of, of secure security for for machines and and, and human. You know, that that's my uh, two cents worth. Man. And, and uh, just like uh, something else, like how can we make like. Uh, we know that uh, blockchain, or what is what is amazing about it, it's uh, like uh, it's a, it's privacy, right? But uh, how can we make a balance between privacy and uh, to to make everything secure uh, away from uh, from hackers, from people who are doing money laundering? And, I mean, we can this can also happen in other industries, right? So how do you think that we can use the blockchain? Uh, and that is right way. Uh, Jenny, you want to take the question or, or do you want me to answer? Uh, please go ahead. That's great. So, so, uh, so again, the same set of rules should apply. Uh, you know, we, we have been running the, the, the traditional finance uh, system for a very long time, right? You know, the different KYC, the due diligence, you know. Um, right now, we are actually in an era where, where cryptocurrency is going to kick in. Exchanges are, are now uh, are now building solutions to keep track of where the money is flowing, you know, where the money is flowing from, from, from crypto to fiat to which bank and so forth. I think right now, things are very traceable, you know. So, for, an, for a crypto in for a crypto exchange to do what is right, I think uh, proper uh, proper uh, management of the client's data, you know, knowing who your clients are, 
and how and, and where is the source of funds is is actually a very crucial thing because I, I, I the, the last thing that an exchange one is being accused of money laundering or 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 or, or, or come to worse you know like misuse of a, a client's funds and things like that I think that's the last thing that we want to know so my humble advice for for or opinion for crypto exchanges especially the centralized ones. I think it will be best to keep everything regulated and centralized, you know. And if there's any authority who come forth to 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 ask for assistance, you know, as long as it's within the right parameters, you know, exchanges should try their very best to help. Because this will, will clear some of these uh, this will some of these uh, thoughts and, uh, and and myths about how money can be uh, uh, can be laundered, you know. In, in the in the crypto exchange, you know, I, I I think I think I think people who are trying to launder money in crypto exchanges are kind of stupid, you know, because many of these things can be traced. You know, if you use US dollar, it's a lot harder. Of course, there's CBDC coming up, right? But but crypto exchanges should not be should not be their top choice because there's a lot of ways that you can track. It's just a matter of whether the centralized exchange want to do it. Or don't want to do it. So as long as the centralized exchange stays centralized, I think it is very cool. Then the second bit is I, I do constantly see that centralized exchanges are trying to become Web3 or decentralized, or, or they have a, a lot of different uh, business revolving around uh, decentralization. I think that that kind of uh, that kind of a business model would be very tricky because if you are centralized, you are licensed. You know. You should not be touching things that are too, you know, they are too extreme, you know. Uh, and if you touch it, touch it too extreme, and you didn't uh, give a, a good confidence to the regulator, you might you. get in trouble as well. You know. So, so again, coming back to the the, the thing is, uh, uh, you know, my 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 few cents worth is a centralized exchange should should remain centralized and be accountable for all the things that, that they are doing, and. Decentralized exchange. Yeah. If you look at this from a more innovation standpoint, I think there's a lot of things that can be done. Thanks. Well, William's got to be at the thing at, I guess, not till 11:15. So. Huh? Exchange crypto exchange has a lot more responsibility than than 
than, than what it was before. You know, with all this added power, with this all added products, you know, it's, it's not so straightforward anymore. You know, that's, that's also another problem why regulators are finding hard to, you know, trying, trying hard to understand uh, exactly where are the pain points, what they can do, what are some of the changes. Because before they can set these things on paper, you know, we, we come up with new things. You know, suddenly we can have a, have a wallet, a Web3 wallet, you know, integrated into a, a centralized exchange, you know. Uh, so, so the regulators are also in a, in a crazy uh, catch-up model. Again, bro, I hope I, under, uh, I, I, I understand your question correctly. Yeah, but, but uh, when, when, when the industry emerges, uh, for freedom, so these now we are achieving the philosophy behind blockchain uh, because uh, I, I think that uh, we got, uh, sometimes we, we are getting into another way from from the initial philosophy of it. So what do you think about this? I, I, I didn't hear I, I didn't hear the last bit, but. It seems that you are saying that uh, the, the, the role of the exchange has, has changed and differed from its original meaning uh, 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 back in back in back in two zero one seven or one eight. I, I think yes, it has changed a lot. To be very honest, uh, and 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 the role has become more complex, and that and that would also perhaps be a reason why you would think that it it it, it, look, it sounds exactly like a bank or sounds exactly like a like a financial. Uh, 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 like a financial company, yes, you are totally right. You know, crypto exchanges right now is more like a financial exchange. You know, not only we touch on things like derivatives. You know, we touch on stocks. We touch on uh, perpetual uh, 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 contracts and so forth. We we are actually very ahead of of time. And and again, that's that goes back to the. The government bit, right? You know, the regulations. You know, that's also the reason why regulators are, are not able to catch up with some of these things that we are trying to do. Is it is it healthy? I think, from an innovation standpoint, yes, it is. Uh, uh, but I think we need to have more rules and regulations and compliance standards that is uh, uh, that that is uh, that is uh, more suited for for crypto exchanges. And also, we need to have more um, uh, uh, these uh, uh, standards, you know, for for decentralization. For I give you for for example, you know, uh, maybe maybe this uh, Scott, you know, you can talk about re-decentralization, right? That's something that uh, re you know, uh, Scott is the uh, uh, founding member of a an organization called Redecentralize. Sounds like a, sounds like sounds sounds okay, but but there are a lot of thoughts behind this because. Redecentralization needs another set of uh, of a standard, you know, and we need to to, to, to change, you know, the, 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 the mindset of how decentralization is, is, is about. It's not about getting rid of banks. Uh, maybe Scott, you want to you want to take this on? You want to say something, man? Yeah, definitely for sure. I guess I would I would add personally myself like. When you look at DeFi, everybody's about not identifying themselves or doing that kind of thing. And I 100%, I totally get it. But in the end, though, there has to be something in place to to uh, protect people. And in that sense, I think 
a place where your information is secure from other people, but in the end, if you did something wrong, if you rug pulled a project, if you hack something, if you uh, did something that was out of place, that didn't belong in the DeFi market, that makes it look bad, then I think there should be a hub of identification where that information could be pulled from, uh, not necessarily where governments have access to it right away, but when there's bad actors in the market, they would have the ability to pull that information, take it, and a person would be held accountable for the actions that they took. And in that sense, we're protecting ourselves, we're protecting the image of cryptocurrency, and it's just a better way of doing things. So how do you feel about that, Andy? Do you kind of agree with that as well? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that because the, actually the, the, the word we decentralize or decentralization gives us a, a second chance to, to look at uh, compliant uh, issues, to look at uh, regulatory issues and so forth. You know, so so I, I still think that uh, you know the, the thoughts behind decentralization should be closely uh, worked with uh, uh, all these uh, centralized parties. You know, we set a certain standard. You know, we hope to merge with the, the centralized uh, finance, uh, financial system. You know, find 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 a balance. You know, because right now I I, I dare say that we cannot just do away with banks. You know. And then walk away from from government, and then where where are you going to stay, right? So, so thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. And I'm going to start on the next question, you guys. I know this is a big one, and I'm going to add my part onto this too. First, what are the future for NFT? The next big thing in NFTs? I don't. I think it's already being worked on, but I think for NFTs, the utility side of things, uh, identifications, uh, in the sense of like, if you think about it, if you ever go to get your prescription. You go to one pharmacy, you get your prescription filled. There's nowhere else you can get that prescription. You'd have to go back to that exact same pharmacy, even if you're out of town, because they have the record of it. If you had your own record of it in an F NFT style format, I think that would be a way to keep control of your own health records and your records in itself. And I think it's important for the future that we're going to see more of that and more of the utilities, real use case, university degrees, education, uh, even jobs. Uh, you could look up a person's history on an NFT with the proper utilities. Uh, what are your thoughts, Jenny? Yeah, NFT, uh, I think all these digital assets can be turned into an NFT. Uh, like at the very beginning, we always see those like JPGs, uh, those like Apexos to be NFTs, and now we see more game assets. Uh, we see like a, a like a piece of music be packed into NFT. Mm -hmm. We see more possibilities, and uh, uh, some companies they are even doing uh, their fan membership NFT. I think which is pretty interesting. Uh, especially will be like very useful, uh, will be a very useful tool for those celebrities to have more fan uh, engagement. Uh, and later on, I think uh, we will see more NFT uh, tools, 
like those uh, aggregators uh, in where you can you can you can buy your NFT and check like the price like all the funds and also for those uh, like finance uh, financing tools for NFTs you learn and borrow your NFT so uh, we are seeing the ecosystem getting bigger and bigger which means uh, this industry is growing so uh, if you guys want to know more details about like uh, NFT, like what is NFT, uh, like how we can choose a good NFT and what to look at in the future, uh, I strongly recommend you to read the book NFT from Zero to Hero, which uh, uh, written by by Andy Lian. Uh, we will also giving out 10 uh, Zero to Hero NFTs to the audience today, so I think that will so like the next one, you guys can go back and uh, read this book. It will be very useful because uh, it basically covers everything about NFT, like uh, like the platforms, the tools, like how you become a creator, how you treat NFT, like everything. So yeah, uh, I'll pass the mic to the next guest. Yeah, for sure. And you guys leave a comment down below, uh, below the chat here. Uh, you can ask a question or just leave a comment. Top 10 comments we'll pick. You'll have to get registered on Bybit and we will be giving out those NFTs to you as well, the top 10. So very excited for that. Uh, do you want to go ahead, uh, Andy, since you're right beside Jenny on my screen, we'll get you for the NFT side. I think, uh... I think from now on, like a leading message, because I, I see you already got 16 messages. Yeah, <laughs> I know, from, lots. Like, uh, from this moment. Okay. Yes, I hope you are happy. You all of you are happy to get a get a get a book of mine. But uh, uh, com coming back to NFTs and so forth, I I think I think um, uh, digital identity uh, for NFTs uh, are are, are going to be a uh, are going to be a big thing, right? Um, NFTs actually help to empower, you know, uh, uh, individuals. So, so coming back to the example that Scott has given about medical records, right? So you just imagine, you know, uh, with all your records being being uh, 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 captured uh, on chain and using an NFT as the identifier, for example. You can now uh, empower yourself and empower the doctors to look at some of this medical data. Because based on what I know, you know, medical records, even in a country like Singapore, you know, that small, is not centralized. From one doctor to another, you need time. From one hospital to another, you need time, right? And, and most people, if you have a wrong, long medical history, you'll be carrying a big chunk of paper. If all these things can be just taken a picture and then put it on, on onto your 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 NFT uh, uh, record management system, you know you will then have full control over the personal data and the identity without having to rely on centralized intermediaries uh, such as uh, government agencies, you know, or or or, or, or specialist clinics, you know. Then this gives you a new level of privacy and security, and and the, the very cool thing about it is that you can also enable this data to monetize 
for 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 your own money. So you you control your data, you share your 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 habits, you share your 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 routines and so forth. You know, uh, and and you get you get money. You know. Sorry, you guys, I'm having issues with Twitter. It keeps on uh, locking me out of here. Uh, you can go ahead, Sam. Uh, 
uh, I just want to add that uh, I joined the industry for my NFT project and it was very, like, very fun and very exciting for me. Uh, and uh, I, I know that NFT will change the world, but then I, I noticed that okay, NFT art is very, is very, is very good, but some people just use it to just get money. It's not, it's not, it's not an art now, right? So I think the process of NFT needs to be more about okay, if you are doing art. And Martina, the last one, and then we're going to open the floor to for five to eight questions, and those uh, I'll select the people and the questions they ask. We'll give them that chance at the NFT as well. Okay, so NFTs were overhyped in the past few years, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the real utilities of it, and I hope that in future I would new financial applications and use cases based on the integration of NFTs with decentralized finance platforms. So we will see what the future holds. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for the NFT utilities. Like we're in such a emerging market when it comes to the utility side of NFTs and the future of it, it's it's super excited because we haven't really even uh, touched on what the future looks like. Like we're at the very beginning. So 
I'm going to invite up next uh, Pitmeg Crypto. Give me one sec. And they can speak if they like. Once they, they should have the request, but I'll just double confirm on my phone as well. Go ahead and ask Go your question. Ask <laughs> Sorry about that. It should be fixed now. Okay, I'm going to go to the next. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to ask her a question for sure. Uh, Martina, what do you think makes a good event when it comes to the crypto conferences? I guess what would make your event even stand out versus some of the other ones? I think it's uh, the, the matter of balance. You have to have uh, every side on the event. You have to have like uh, uh, keynote speakers, which are really uh, related and really uh, big in the in industry. You have to have investors alongside with startups, like the mixture which makes the per perfect ecosystem. And also the networking, which I think is the most crucial part of the event. And uh, that's it. Come to Come to Dubai, Habibi. Come to Dubai. Come to tomorrow, Dubai, in four days. And January. It's a great idea to give away some tickets for the tomorrow Dubai. So we can do it that on this Twitter space if you don't mind. 
Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, totally. Is there anybody heading to Dubai here in the next little bit that needs tickets? Uh, definitely hit us up too, or we can uh, get messages in the comments and we'll look at that as well, Martina, for you. Uh, Charlie, do you want to ask a question? I'd love to meet you there sometime. I was going to say, uh, Red, do you want to go next with your question? And yeah, and then I'll grab the next person out of the audience that has their uh, request as well. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, mate. I got to agree with you, Red. The one thing I got to mention too as well is I don't think there is really a lot of great metaverse projects where you can actually log into virtual reality right now. If you look at Sandbox, for example, it's not virtual reality. It's just on your computer. And there's a few other ones. I think there should be a general uh, push towards the computer game systems. And the one chain that I'm seeing really do it really well right now is Avalanche actually which is surprising they have some really amazing games that are coming out that I've been looking at the last little while and uh, it's super impressive and I'm very excited actually for some of them because it brings me back to the world of Warcraft days so I think that's impressive that they're using that utility to create something where people can earn off that game it should have been something that was done a long time ago so I mean that's kind of the first step and then to move into virtual reality once we have gamify even down there can only be so many card games kind of deal first and then whatever is next is is next right so and then I was gonna say oh art uh, you're next Sorry, Sorry, yeah, yeah I, can I can hear you. But then, I don't see that. I've actually been in the listening section for some time now. And then I've been learning from what you guys have been discussing so far. Anyway, I don't really have any questions. You know, I will just be here listening to what you guys have got to see and keep learning more. This is more like my ninth month in the NFT, in my NFT journey. It's been an awesome ride for me. And I've been learning, you know, learning is continuous. So that is why I just kept with you in this place. Thank you very much, to list. No problem at all. Thank you so much for coming up and speaking. And then one last question, I believe, and that will be Crypto Johnson. I'm just going to add him up here. Thank 
I think before he, he, he comes out, I just want to quickly reply to Red about what he has mentioned. I think, yes, you are right, totally, that, uh, that, that the, the core revenue or profits, you know, are not uh, coming out from the core areas that you have mentioned. Uh, but I think, you know, if you look at this from a more innovation standpoint, there's always, uh, you know, people who are at the top of the, the whole innovation curve. You know, you need those people to be there. You know, uh, they, 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 they could be just playing a huge evaluation game and not really, uh, and spending a lot and not really, uh, you know, getting the right kind of uh, adoption or even uh, uh, projected revenue in. But those guys are more in the in that space, you know, then, but, but then, uh, uh, of course, you know, you, you need people to build on the metaverse, you need people to build on uh, AAA, uh, Web3 games, you know, don't, there are, there are all these, uh, uh, wannabes or, or those potential ones that are, that are heading up to that, that direction, but trust me, man, most of them will fall, uh, back to all those really simple social games. Uh, uh, and, and that will still be the core uh, foundation of this uh, of this whole uh, metaverse gaming industry that, that that you have talked about. Sorry, I'm just trying to uh, fill up the gap. You know, who's next, man? Uh, Crypto Johnson. Personal, um, uh, personal reply. 
Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Jenny, for answering that. Uh, we're looking at the hour and 30 mark right now. So I think we're going to leave it at that. I have messaged people or follow people that will be getting the NFT as well during the thing. That's I'm sorry for the apologize for my delay sometimes, but that's my reason uh, behind it. So I'm going to ask Andy if he has anything in closing and then uh, we can close up the space and we'll be talking here all again another time I'm certain when hopefully Twitter space is a little bit more stable for me. <laughs> no, I, I have nothing to say, man. I just, uh, I just hope to uh, find more chances you know, together with all of you, you know, uh, speak more, you know, talk more uh, on, on Twitter, you know, and let's let's do more Twitter spaces, you know, as uh, as as we, uh, you know, as we move move through the year, you know. I hope to see you. Hope to see you on, on Twitter. Good night, everybody. For from Asia. Bye. Have a great night, everybody. We'll all talk soon. Bye for now.